What's up, Brewskies? Um, thank you guys for joining us once again this week. This episode is going to be a little different than the normal episode. Um, we are not going to have a featured beer. Um, it's going to be kind of off-the-cuff conversation um, because we we would be remiss if we didn't address everything that's been going on lately. Uh, we felt it would be a little inappropriate to <laughs> to, get, to to get smashed, <laughs> to get fucking hammered, mm-hmm. and and try to have a a, a a concise conversation about everything. We just kind of share our feelings about everything that's going on, and we were lucky enough to have a good friend of the show, Travis, who's still here, staring strangely. Don't touch that. So. Um, please enjoy this episode. Uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week, um, but we felt that it was important to say something about what's going on and kind of say how we feel about things. So, Obi, do you want to add anything? No, you got it. All right. That's it. Please enjoy the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stop until mm-hmm. one person goes in and then like two or three more people will come in and be like yeah 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 but mm-hmm. everyone's got this like fear of like being first because mm-hmm. if they're like well if I, what if i'm wrong right yeah or what what if they you know what if i get hurt now because i i jumped in right yeah mm-hmm. that's that's the uh that's that mob mentality thing where it's like you don't want to be the first but you'll be in the mob right as soon as somebody throws a brick you're like all right oh we're throwing yeah. bricks now yeah i'll throw a brick yeah i'm not I gonna be the first bricks. one to throw a brick yeah yeah, but I'll definitely be in the group. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna embarrass myself. I'm not gonna yeah. be the first one to throw one. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So it's it's um. It's kind. It, it. I wouldn't say like there's there. I mean there's there. I know I know black folks who who are looking at this shit like like a lot of um white people who don't want to be involved are looking at it. So it's not something that is just embedded, but it's hard to ignore when you have family members like. I, I remember my my cousin, he's he's like forty something now. Um, but when he was younger, <laughs> I say when he was younger, like it goes away. He has cerebral palsy. Oh man! And uh, he's, I mean, you know, really good guy. But he's he's afflicted by it worse than a lot of people. Like there's there's high functioning people with cerebral palsy. It's mm-hmm. like you wouldn't even know with some people. With him, you could tell. But like when you when you talk to him, I mean, he's just like he's a really really good person. And there was one time the cops got called on him. I forgot what they were doing out there, but you know, the fact of the matter is like he's he's mentally challenged. He he you know he he doesn't he doesn't walk the same. He doesn't interact with people the same. He's quick to anger. Like there's there's just and <clears throat> the cops aren't equipped to deal with shit like mm-hmm. that. And they tased him, and he he can't even dog. He he has cerebral palsy. Right. He couldn't do any. Even if he tried to hurt you, yeah. he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. He he's incapable. And they tased him, threw him in cuffs. You know, 
detained him and everything. And it's just like, it, it's stuff like that where you're like, it, it you, it, they're, they're just sorely lacking in, in training and in understanding and in empathy to the point where it's like their first resort is just like, I'm not dealing with right. this. Yeah. I'm not dealing with this. Taze. Right. You know, and it, it's the easy button. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's little shit like that, that like, you know, with all this that's going on, you know, <clears throat> like you were saying off mic about what you had dealt with when you were younger. Yeah. It's, it's these little things that start to kind of crop up the more you think about it. And I think that that's, that's one of the good things that's coming out of this is a lot of people are starting to think about their own experiences and going, have I dealt with ra racism? And, and also it's helping a lot of people, a lot of white people think about like, have I, um, have I ignored racism in my own family or in my own personal life? And also have I unintentionally perpetrated racism mm -hmm. upon somebody without even thinking about it? So, I mean, it's 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 good to see people taking stock of those things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got my a good buddy of mine who, dude, this dude wakes up every day like happiest motherfucker, you know, mm. and he's just super positive, always just trying to be like, yo, what's up? And he, I mean, he's he's pretty like no no bullshit. Like he'll call you out when you do something fucked up, you know, kind of thing. Like he's like, yo, come on, like what are you doing? Like what are you doing that for? Kind of shit. Yeah. In, the, in a good way, right? Like, he's always like, there's no real point of being, like, upset or trying to do some dumb shit, whatever. Like, let's just have a good day, whatever. But even after, with everything happening now, he's, like, we're texting. He's like, dude, I'm like, I feel like shit, man, because, like, I'm just questioning things that I never really thought about. And it's like, I know, I, I, I feel like I'm not racist, but that's not enough. Like, I know I'm mm -hmm. not racist, but mm -hmm. that's not enough. Because mm -hmm. even, like, there might be things that I never thought might might be taken a certain way with no intention whatsoever it's you know kind of shit and, or just maybe not even what he's done but like we were saying like the lack of what wasn't done yeah you know kind of shit like family members saying something or like friends saying certain sh things or whatever yeah. like yeah shit like that dude my my sister has been checking my dad <laughs> and it's been hilarious to see my pops is he's i mean he's a staunch republican and and even and that's what's another amazing thing about what's happening right now and seeing how mobilized the movement has become and you know i i say shit like it sucks that we didn't mobilize in 2016 but it's it's good to see that we're doing it now right and even i mean lottie's been i don't know what has gotten into her like what has inspired her so much mm to to do the things that she's doing but it's 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 awesome to see and you know my dad he'll have fox news on and she'll come down the stairs and just start fucking g-checking him over and over again <laughs> to the point where my, my dad's just like i don't want to do this anymore i don't want and it's like yeah we're just fucking uh, 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 you motherfucker <laughs> and it's i mean it's it's little shit like that where that you know a lot of black people are like it's not enough for you to say that you're not racist like like you were saying about your friend it's it, it there has to be more done and if you know that you have to, i mean there's there's some people who you're just not going to be able to get through to them you know like older generations they're just the, it's just ingrained in them they just it it and there's no amount of words there's no amount of articles there's no amount of statistics there's no amount of books that they can read that's going to shake them from going yeah, but it's like, God damn it, there is no yeah, but in some of these arguments, dude. 
Sometimes you just have to go, no, nah, it is what it is. That's, mm-hmm. that's how it is for some people. But when you can, when you have an opportunity to change someone's mind, you should take it. You really should take it. And I've been guilty of not and just kind of letting shit slide because I just don't feel like having the argument. I don't feel like engaging. And, you know, I feel guilty about that. But you definitely should take the opportunity when you can because that's the only way that you can. That's a small thing that everybody can do. If you know you're on the right side of history and you have a strong point, even if you don't have a strong point, if you just feel a certain way, it's like that's if you hear something and you're just like, that's not okay. That doesn't feel okay to me. Just say something. That's where it starts. Yeah. A lot of people need to take that opportunity. I, I kind of go back and forth with, uh, you know, uh, with what, how a lot of people feel right now, which is um, needing to stay off of social, social media to kind of keep my sanity yeah. and also needing to be on there for, uh, to stay informed and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And it's fucking hard, man. Yeah, Twitter's tough. Yeah. Twitter's been the hardest. Yeah. I don't even know where to... I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't have a Twitter. You don't have Twitter? No. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I wouldn't I get Twitter right keep now. Keep it that I way. I barely yeah. have Instagram. I've deleted my Instagram so many times in the last like year and a half. Mm. Just on and off of it. Just deleting it. Just It's just so much... I mean, the reason why I was deleting it prior to everything going on was just the habit of always going on and to just do nothing, you mm-hmm. know. But now I have it, and I've just been trying to get information, and it's been it's been a you know that word. Um, it's a lot, right? There's so much information to take in from mm-hmm. it, but at the same We've been time, inundated with yeah, all of this. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just y'all were doing this thing, and so I was like, "There was an opportunity for a joke." <laughs> there was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It and, wasn't and we, the right time. We, we both felt okay. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the, what the, what the <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. You know, it's it's just a lot of information. I'm trying to like share information as well, but then at the same time, like trying to make sure you're kind of doing some fact checking and stuff yeah because i mean there's Mm -hmm. been things where like i shared it and then i talked to some friends and they're like well actually it's this and then i was like oh shit let me go change that or whatever and that's really that's one of the hardest things to do is is um make sure that you're uh, because it's it's so easy to just repost something or retweet something Mm -hmm. and go i did my part without even reading the article or looking into what you're and sometimes you do it with the best intentions and I mean, like uh, the the black squares, for instance, mm. that was something that a lot of us did, uh, and and I mean, it was a big, big thing, and it was one of the easiest things that you could do to basically show solidarity with the movement. Mm-hmm. And then there was a lot of people who were going, "Okay, but you did it wrong." Yeah. Well, first, first, you, first, before we get into how wrong everyone did it, the thing about sharing a black square or, or blacking out your social media. The thought behind it was you're going to black out on all social media and you're going to take time away from social media to reflect and to kind of try to come up with ways that you can help the movement. 
And that was the point. You were going to take a break from sharing selfies or your own music or your own yeah. art. I heard it was a break from self-serving social media posts. So you could share other things. That well, yeah. Help. So that's what I was going to say is like yeah. a lot of people didn't take the opportunity to share anything but right. the black square. And I feel like it's just because there wasn't a lot of information ahead of time that yeah. that that was really the the point of it. It was very spur of the moment. People just saw thing. it and bam, yeah. bam, 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 Cause, bam. Because it was an easy way to show solidarity. Yeah. But the problem is there, there wasn't a lot of information as to how it was going to help or what people were even doing it for, really. And so a lot, most people um, hashtagged it with BLM and Black Lives Matter. And what that did was completely decimate the Black Lives Matter hashtag on Instagram and when you look, went through it, I mean, you just scroll and scroll and scroll, and it was all black. And, and what that does is the exact opposite of what you want it to do, mm -hmm. because people use that hashtag for important information about the movement, ways that you can help, ways that you can donate, so on and so forth. And so it was <laughs> the whole thing fucking backfired. And then there was more posts saying, like, hey, delete it, and then repost it without the hashtags. A lot of people were saying, like, it doesn't help at all don't right. do it at all uh, some people were saying like it's super performative to mm -hmm. just do that and then call it a day like ah, i did my part and then boom because that's what you saw a lot of people just posting that and then that's it you don't see anything else from them and so you know the people are taking this a lot of people are taking this as an opportunity to scope out their white friends and their non-black friends and see like which ones are doing anything about this, you know, trying to help. And I, mm -hmm. I think that's unfair. I think it's a little unfair. I mean, you definitely want to see people, because this is a moment in time. This is a genuine moment in history. Yep. And you're, you're seeing who's on the right and wrong side of it, right? Mm -hmm. But we talked about this yesterday. It, it's unfair to expect people to just automatically know how and where and what avenues to help mm -hmm. just in in the span of a couple of hours yeah you know and kudos to the people who have and who are doing the best that they can but if you don't see like i mean there's so many people who are like i want to see this uh celebrity say something and how come this guy hasn't said something and how come blah 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 and it's like man give him a second yeah i i've had a friend of a friend who told my friend a couple of days ago hey completely out of the blue completely out of the blue just texted her and said hey uh by the way you should probably uh, you know comment on the situation going on right now you don't want to end up on the wrong side of history <laughs> like and, and she asked me she's like that's not okay for her to say right and i was like no 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 who is she to be the 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 judge of you know your actions and uh, to to say if you're on the right or wrong side of history because you don't share something on social media or not right it's completely ridiculous right so i think some people need to check themselves in that avenue well also there's there's no telling what what people are doing behind the scenes just because right. i don't post a black square doesn't mean that i'm not trying to do my part yeah you know you don't have to prove it to people no right you know it, you'll know <laughs> your own karma is going to tell you your own right. conscience is going to tell you you do, i mean and but it but it, it, 
that's how it always is with with anything. It's like we people need to see you. They need to see it. You know, it's the only way for people to feel like they need to see you doing something. Yeah, I think in, in the time that we're living, absolutely because of things with social media, it's so yeah. common now that now it's especially in times like this. It's like it kind of is that idea of like you don't have any problem posting a selfie of yourself every day. Right, right, right. Like. So now what, you know? And right. I mean, I've got people on my thing, like my, my social media that I'm, I look at right now, and it's like a weird vibe because some of them are just doing their normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to just be like, like, what a fuck a dick. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, even if you're not necessarily showing something about what's going on, like, could you maybe just chill on what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I, it's not necessarily wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, like, the perspective of it. It's, like, whatever they feel like. You know, and that doesn't mean all of a sudden they're just, like, I don't care about shit. Yeah. Like you said. They're, like, yeah, I'm, I just don't want to use social media for it. Like, I'm I'm actually going to go to this protest tomorrow or something, but I'm right. just yeah. not posting about it or whatever. Yeah. And that could totally be the case. It's a weird thing. We get... I, I don't I, I don't know, man. It, it I, I kind of go back and forth with... I, I don't know if it's... it's. I mean, you... you everybody has a platform. And I mean, I have I have a couple hundred followers on Instagram, right? That's, Humble brag. I mean, I'm just saying, dude. I'm fucking I'm fucking killing it wow. right now. Over 600 on Instagram. Oh you wouldn't. God. I'm just saying, dude. I would never get on my level. And you know, that's hey hey. I'm sorry. Do you have something? Do you have? We're not gonna talk about. Do you really want to talk about? No. I'm not okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, I mean, is it? At at what point, I mean, do you have to have over 200 followers to go, all right, I have enough of a platform to say something? Mm -hmm. The moral obligation now to... Or the fact that you have have any kind of social media um, uh, profiles, is that enough to say, well, it's better than nothing. You should say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point do you go, this person's important enough that I'm disappointed that they haven't said something yet? Mm. You know? The one thing that I that does get me with that and like talking about like looking at people we know that maybe aren't doing anything or sharing any type of thing or you know kind of maybe just going about like the regular hey look at what I ate today kind of stuff yeah I've got friends in Thailand and Japan on social media that are asking me questions about my posts like hey so what does this mean you know, like I can't translate it right. Yeah. Or, or, and they're, they're sharing other stuff as well. Yeah. On their social media about what's going on here. Even mm. like when it comes down to like petition signing and stuff, like they're posting it because they have some friends that they've met here, you know, when they've come and traveled to the mm-hmm. US and whatnot. Or because even home, they're dealing with maybe not because they're black, but they have other systemic things that they deal with as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So when I see that, like it's it's beautiful to see that it's awesome, but it's also kind of like, yo, we've got people that don't even live in this country that are <laughs> right, willing right. to try to at yeah, least share something. one thing to try to like help that. Yeah, right. Hey, go sign this petition. Hey, go vote this day. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Friends ask like I have a friend that just recently messaged me at saying like, so what's going on exactly? Why is this like what's so bad? You know, and mm-hmm. they're in Thailand just trying to understand things, and then I explain it. You know. And whatnot, and they're like, mm-hmm. "That's so bad." Like, I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of like scared, and nervous. Is everything gonna be okay and stuff? And I'm like, 
you know we'll like, see man yeah. yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie there's some, i mean there's some people that i that i see on there where it's like i mean you post you post a selfie every day you you clog my timeline with your stories i'm li- i literally see your face every single day and you can't take five minutes to post something about this like you like i'm I, and i'm torn by that feeling because mm-hmm. i'm like it's it's not on them and what difference does it make to me it's not your place to police their right, social media exactly. usage but i'm i mean i can't you can judge them i can't front and act like i don't judge them <laughs> right you know what i'm saying like i want to see at least a little something yeah, just yeah. like you you talk all this shit about everything like so when i see some of like my more liberal friends who have hit the ground running on this thing it's like all right well you're you're putting your 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 money where your mouth is, right? So that's that's good to see. But also at the same time, it's like, again, where were you guys in 2016? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I hate the I hate feeling like that, but I can't help it. I can't help but feel like there was a lot of people that didn't say anything. Yeah, when we had a perfect opportunity to start this. I think sometimes it just takes a moment like this in history to get people to break the levy to just have this rush of change yeah begin to happen well a lot of people were saying a lot of people are asking that question like why is this situation different than other other moments in time like this because there have been plenty of videos sure. where we've seen i mean i think about eric gardner a lot mm-hmm. and i uh i think about sandra bland a lot yep and we've seen videos like this and why is this different and a lot of i've seen a lot of people basically say that I mean, it's it's this. We've been in a pressure cooker for a while. For sure. With, I mean, Donald Trump is president, um, and then Corona comes mm-hmm. along, and we've got record unemployment. People are sitting at home. They're frustrated, and then you see this thing happening. It's like that's it. Yeah, it's just like right. <laughs> and then and and the other thing is people have time. Yeah, yeah. people have a yeah. lot of time. You don't now have to decide. Okay, we're gonna do this March. Um, what, like we're gonna do it at six p.m. Hopefully, enough people get off work. Right. Mm-hmm. The streets aren't filled with traffic as much right now either. Yeah. So it's not like this. Trying to work around that, you know, mm-hmm. having to get like a path drawn out, kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. you know, like some some like it's like I I don't I've never set up a protest, but I know like when when living in New Orleans, like you want to set up a parade, you have to map out the route it's got to be okay yep we're gonna shut these streets down or whatever and i'm sure that there are protests that do things like that sometimes but i know there's also like guerrilla style of protests where like we do like guerrilla filmmakers like all right look we're all gonna be here we're gonna start marching yeah and that's gonna be that like traffic aside it doesn't matter we're gonna stop traffic we're gonna do it you know Mm -hmm. because you know that's sometimes what you got or maybe you're not a funded organization you can't just be doing hey let's close it down you got it but you still have a point you need to make and whatnot but right now with everything yeah, pressure cooker was like. Oh, yeah, and well, what? Uh, that that's a good point about the protests themselves, or how people are like, there's a right way and a wrong way of doing these things. Like I think, like a right way, quote unquote, would be to get in touch with city officials and map out a route and say this is what we're gonna do at this time and everything like that. But get a police escort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The problem with that thing is it would <laughs> it would take probably t- you know. Cool. Well, that's got to go through city council. We have to approve it. It's right. got, and how much is going to cost to shut down these streets? And then you will have police officers that have to shut down the streets, and that mm-hmm. means you're going to have to be able to pay for that time. Now, all police these officers are not shutting down streets <laughs> to get protested. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't no. happening. Absolutely that ain't not. happening. 
And yeah. So I mean, well, that's the whole point of a protest, right? You're not you're not asking permission. Yeah. No. You know. Yeah. You're pro. That's the whole thing. <clears throat> yeah. That's against the rules, Marco. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've I've had I've seen it or I've had to explain to people like it, it it's the easy thing to fall back on. It's the easy argument to fall back on of like uh and 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 you see it a lot and this <clears throat> this speaks to how different this situation is than the than a lot of the situations before, a lot of the black or the uh, police violence against black people before this situation being different, you see it when you watch Fox News, where they're like, what that police officer did was reprehensible, but, and it's like, all right, you gave us the first part, now just cut that butt out, and, and, and we're good. Like, you don't have to, and the thing that they always fall back on now, because they don't have any other argument, is these looters and rioters, you know, it, it's a disgrace to the memory of George Floyd and blah, 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 and it's like, you guys just... You can't help yourselves. You just mm-hmm. can't fucking help yourselves. Yeah. yeah. And I've had to explain, like, I had a long talk with, with a person that I know who was like, you know, I just feel like, and it's like, let me just stop you right there because I know how you feel. <laughs> I can, don't. I can, I can feel the tone. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. So yeah. let me just stop you right there. And I, it's it just, but it's disappointing to me that those things have to be explained to people yeah. still. In 2020, when you see what's going on, I was telling like somebody uh, I saw a post that was going viral and it was like uh, it was basically the way that the statement of, you know, it's it's horrible that a police officer killed a black person. But why do we have to loot and riot these stores? Right. And, And the post is basically you're prioritizing the wrong thing. You need to flip that. It's horrible that a target gets destroyed, but why do police have to kill a black person? And it's like the the simplicity in that. We we need more things like that to just kind of illustrate to people like it can be that easy for you to understand why this is important. And the same thing like the all lives matter thing. Like there's there's people have been making like these little drawings of just like how easy it is for you to just just change the concept. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a hard yeah. thing to understand. Right. You're it's, choosing not to. It's like you, you like, in whatever reason, it's like they people put on these glasses and it is a science says black lives matter, black lives matter, and they put these glasses on and they read only black lives matter, yeah. and it's mm. like that's not the case at all. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's 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 the easy willful ignorance. Yeah, and it's like you you know what you're doing. Yeah, you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I, I saw that. I don't know if you guys saw that that Facebook post. Where the lady was like, uh, uh, she said something about, oh, she said like police, police li- or blue lives matter, right? Mm-hmm. And then other people commented under her post and they were like, blue lives matter? What about other jobs? What about the teachers? <laughs> teachers' lives matter. And mm-hmm. then she goes, yes, but those aren't the jobs that are at risk right now. And it's like, lady. You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> you did it. Now just apply it to the argument that you're trying to argue against. It's let's, right. Let's do some math with this and just figure it out together. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It's like I think I think that one of the most important things that's coming out of this is um people getting informed and also we got to stop throwing people a bone when it comes to shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, we, we got to stop with the like 
uh, it, uh, they're just they're just gonna be what they're gonna be. And it's like no no no, we can't do that anymore. I know mm-hmm. I said earlier like older white people, <laughs> but like your your peers, it can't just be. Well, that's how they were brought up, or you know, that's yeah. that's their line of thinking. Not a big deal. It's like it is a big deal. That's man. just Johnny. Yeah, it's he's like, a racist. <laughs> we all know it. It's just it is what right. it is. What are you gonna do? You can do a lot. Yeah, and and on top of that too, I don't think you should write off old people from learning new ways to live. You're right. You know? We should kill them off. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm an extremist. What are you gonna do? All right. Marco noted Nazi. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Noted, noted ageist for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think that's also, uh, that's, that's, that is writing people off. You shouldn't let them. Yeah, you're right. Keep, keep fighting that with your grandparents. I don't care. Yeah. Keep fighting that line of thought. They may disagree with you, but, you know, you can at least try. I've seen plenty of older people that are on the right side of history right now. That's true. You can learn. You can keep learning. You can keep evolving. It's just the people who decide to stop learning and get stuck in their ways that you can't change because they don't want to change. You're right. So, you know, yeah. don't don't write them off completely. Anybody can change if they want to. Is the thing. Yeah. So, Very true. Yeah. Very true. Because uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it again goes back to like I. I don't feel like doing it with a lot of these. I mean, yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm lucky enough that. Um, the only grandparents I have left are on my mom's side. <laughs> They're all <laughs> so. <laughs> wow, you hate old people. Yeah, I really don't like them. Oh my god. No, I, I, I don't dislike old people, man. Don't look <laughs> at me like that, okay? <laughs> I, it, I don't know who he's trying to convince. <laughs> listen, yeah, listen. Man, who are you trying to convince? You or me? Yeah. I, uh, we've talked about this, okay? Uh-huh. I don't. We don't need to go back into this. No, I don't. Maybe we don't. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> just drop it, okay? Like I drop old people. Oh God. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, something I saw that was pretty interesting was, you know, even even though you know you're saying you're you're tired of having to get into that argument, right? Mm. I, I saw this argument online that said, you know, it's it's not. The place it's not the responsibility of people of color to constantly teach other people who may have prejudices or racism racist uh, uh, feelings uh, about why that's wrong mm-hmm. like at a certain point you have to give people their own responsibility back and say like you know better now like right we're, we're in this global society you know there's there's there are I'm sure little pockets of small towns that don't have exposure to people of different ethnicities, different cultures, religions. But, you know, the Internet changes a lot of that. Netflix changes that. Yeah. You know, just exposure through these different means can can help to open that up, mm-hmm. especially the older you get. You have fewer and fewer excuses to <clears throat> have these wrong takes about people that hurt people. The thing about it is the Internet it opens up so many doors for you to educate yourself. But what it also does is open up a lot of doors for confirmation bias. Sure. You can, you can honestly find a statistic for anything that you want to find it for. If you want to say black people don't get killed that often, you can find some number from some year and go see, and then somebody else can counter with their own statistics. It's insane. What you can, what you can find, what you can doctor and, and what will help your argument. Yeah. But I, it's just it's just fucked up that people of color have to constantly 
try to be the teachers of why somebody's way is wrong. Yeah. You know, when it's when it, it should be self-evident, it should be obvious yeah. to any ethical, mindful person. Yeah. That being a racist is a wrong thing to be. Yeah. You know, I saw, like it, I saw some uh, this lady on Twitter, this this black lady. She was like, I had a I have a friend on Facebook who's white and she came. She sent me a message on Facebook asking me to kind of explain to her daughter what's going on and why it's all important and she was just like no (laughs) you need to do that right you need to educate yourself and you need to be educated enough to educate your daughter Mm -hmm. why is it my responsibility why do why and it goes exactly what you're saying like why is the onus always on people who are why is it on the victims to explain why they're victims right especially when the people the people they're trying to explain it to haven't been listening no, right. exactly. Right. You know? This whole time. Yeah. No, it, they, I told no you one's ten been listening. years ago. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And that that's that's the most that's probably the most frustrating part about all of this. It's like it it's it's lovely to see all of these people out here doing what they're doing. And like I said before, some of them are doing a lot of people are doing more than than what I'm doing. So I'm not gonna criticize the actions of of, of my peers. But it is frustrating that like it it takes it takes all of these things for something to to happen when it's like we had a chance mm-hmm. we've had multiple chances every five years we have there, there some like we when when Trayvon Martin happened we had a an opportunity there and it just fizzled out yeah and then you know with Cap we have an opportunity with Eric Gardner we watched him get killed. We, we same same as as, yep. as George Floyd like we watched it happen we had an opportunity then and it's all I mean and again it I guess I shouldn't be fucking angry about that right I mean I guess I should just be appreciative that we're doing it now I mean it's still okay to be angry like <laughs> I think that's justifiable yeah. yeah I mean totally but also don't get caught up in the those moments of what could have been right like it is mm. frustrating yeah. it is like better now than you know another 10 years from now right, right? yeah yeah and if there's a way to look at it mm-hmm. somewhere somewhere in there to find that light like fuck yeah. yeah it should have been happening a long time ago i mean we're talking hundreds hundreds of years yeah. you know but yeah. if it's now at least it's not another 10 years mm-hmm. you know yeah and i think we can take lessons from all of those times that people didn't listen or that things did fizzle out and then you know we let things go yeah to not do make that same mistake this time and actually demand real change and make sure it's implemented yeah and make sure this thing doesn't become a thing that we look at in another five to ten years and go hey remember when that happened and it's happening again and we're all mad about it again yeah just make sure that that doesn't happen again. I think that's the best thing we can do in this situation. I think I learned for me with everything too, just um, one of the things I learned was the idea that when we vote, we tend to think of the presidency mm-hmm. and that myself for sure. I've always kind of been on this back and forth of what does my vote really do, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And I had my, I have discussion with friends and everything because 
not to pull away from what we're talking about, but I mean, obviously, there's a lot of political corruption as well, sure. and that in and of itself, mixed with all of this, even has its own legs. I, I think mean, that goes right along with what we're talking. Oh, about. Oh yeah. Mm. So, you know, I think to myself, like, yeah, whatever. I mean, they're all corrupt. Like, it's either I vote for that president or I vote for that president. But mm-hmm. either way, it's like pick and choose whose lies you want to believe, kind of thing. And I'm poison. like, whatever. You know, like, what does this really do? But you know, reading and sharing, it's like, oh, wait, like, you have your local votes that you need to look into and stuff, like, Mm -hmm. your mayors, your governors, your sheriffs, and, like, stuff that, once again, it's not, I don't remember, I don't know if you guys remember, I've never learned anything about voting, like, in in a sense of, hey, guys, these are the dates that we vote in, like, when I, being, like, a student here, when I was growing (laughs) up in Orlando, it was never in high school, even in college, was it ever said, like, Mm -mm. Hey guys, these are the dates like the election. You know, this we vote this day for this. These are our mayors right now. Yeah, or anything like mm-hmm. just any type of mention of this. Like yeah. you learn a little bit about like how the electoral college and all these little things work, but it's so brief. Whatever, unless you're going down that avenue of <laughs> right. being into pol- like a yeah. politician, that once you're out of it, it's whatever. And then of course it's wording, right? So you get to these polls and. You're looking at legislation and you're looking at all of these new mm-hmm. amendments and stuff beyond just voting for people in positions like those things. And it's always worded in some gibberish oh, yeah. jargon that yeah. you, you think no means yes and yes means and, no and they and, or they're both mm-hmm. no's. But you don't really like how how yep. easy is it for someone to just say this is what you're voting for you're yeah. voting yes so that this thing happens and this thing doesn't happen yeah it's so fucking easy and yeah. instead they're like no we're gonna we're gonna put the entire legal code yeah. blah blah and blah and it's like you know what the fuck you're doing six of yeah it's they like, know exactly what yep. they're doing yeah it's not yeah it's 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 still fucking you don't obvious think that's a suppression method at all of course to it is keep people who can't afford is. to go to college dude it's 100 percent a voter suppression method. It's one of those subtle things that they do to say, I mean, you can vote, but I mean, do you really want to read all of that? Am I right? right. I mean, it's the same thing as like these uh, terms and conditioning things that, yeah. that we Fine all print. just... Yeah. There's things in it like, I mean, we talked about it on the show before, but realizing like the music that's on your iTunes, you don't actually own and that you're basically just paying to borrow it. Mm-hmm. And that's right there in the wording, if you if you took the time to read that fucking sixty page thing, it's right there that says, yeah, I mean, you kind of own it, but not really. Mm-hmm. It's still ours. Yeah, and it, it, it's little shit like that that they, they do they do that. It, there there was one amendment I can't remember what it was, but we were voting on it here. Oh, it was a, there was it was probably you, the one ma- about the uh, free power with the solar solar yes, panels. Yes, that's yep. the one where yeah. it was like it was worded as if you were going no, but it really meant mm-hmm. yeah you wanted it. That was right. one of those specific ones that came to mind. Yeah, yeah. and ev- everyone was like, "Do wait?" What? And then they were trying to say, "Well, even if you get elect- uh, you use uh, solar panels, you still have to pay a, a fee to the electric company every month mm-hmm. for yeah. not using this the power like yeah. the power like wait what yeah." <laughs> Hold on. Just, <laughs> excuse me? They're fucking they're fucking criminals. Man. I mean, we don't even own the property we live on. You no. you spend $350,000 to buy a house in this country. Mm-hmm. And then you have to pay property taxes. And the minute yeah. you can't pay those property taxes, boom, it's gone. gone. And I understand the idea behind like a growing population and that if every family just kept their property, one, you could say, well, then that family at least would all have a, a like a house that they would just pass on and pass on, right? Yeah. 
but we do live in a time where people want to move and travel and stuff. So there is that idea of it. But at the same time, man, it's you're charging how much for this to get that to then just keep stacking things on. And then mm-hmm. now it's even harder to find places that don't have HOAs. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, and the HOA sure. base, the HOA owns your house. Yeah. You think you and own it's anything. Like, it's a board of people that live in the neighborhood, but it's like, but wait, who are they? And then you get these yeah. names of people and you're like, okay. all they do is, bro, even the neighborhood I'm in right now, all they do is fucking police the dumbest fucking shit. Yeah. We've had the cops call on us multiple times because of parking, bro. Yeah. Parking. Yeah. Where we've, because there's so many of us in the house right now. There's like six cars, so we've, we're constantly maneuvering mm-hmm. who needs to leave and like who who has the priority. Yep. And if we're out there, if we leave a car like on the other side of the street for five, ten minutes, cops knocking on the door. Hey, uh, we just saw the. Bl-. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And it's just it's it's little shit like that, man. It's like you don't own a goddamn thing. Yeah, man. It's, it's tricky. But yeah, I mean, to kind of go back to what you're what you're saying about you know it it is hard to like okay, um, we're we're voting on a global scale, but this right now is proving to people that you need to vote on a local scale, mm-hmm. and it's way more. It's so important, and and again, that's something I'm guilty of of just kind of glossing yeah. over those local or not even showing up to the to the the in between elections of like mm-hmm. the mayoral elections yeah, and every two um, years, man. you know I yep. you know I've been guilty of that so I, I a re- lot of shit has to you got we have to do a lot of things differently man mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that this movement also ignites that yeah, yeah. you know because it's like yeah f- we definitely have racism for sure right like that is absolutely true but like we were saying, the politics kind of tie and fall into that, right? Because yeah. these politicians that are in power are the ones that are making all this shit happen. Like we're saying, like we've got these like sheriffs and whatnot and these mayors that are not helping and they were totally aware and they're the ones that are just being like, oh, they can get off on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 there was uh, self-defense or whatever it is, right? right? So it, and it branches into the, pol- like the, the political aspect of things. So I'm hoping that this also draws out like, Hey, wait a minute, man. We we also have a voice in this aspect. Yeah. We we have to start clearing out this this BS, mm-hmm. like this whole corruption. This, I mean, honestly, like even just the fact that it's a two part, like this whole two party system in itself is just yeah. some like think of like just think of like the elect like the elections when you're seeing people debate. It turns into this is what I can do. This is what I can do. Yeah, but then it turns into dude. Did you know this about that person? Did you mm-hmm. know about well this and that? It's like bro, hold yeah. up. How about you just sit there? We're gonna ask you some questions and let's talk about it. And if right. you four aren't meeting it, guess what? All four of you gone. Mm-hmm. We're getting the next four in. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't have to just be like, these are the top four that made it. All right, go ahead and uh, you got pick one. There right. you go. Yeah, there it is. A, it's so fucked, man. Yeah. The better of two evils. Like you shouldn't yeah. exactly. Yeah, right, yeah. It's the better two evils. You shouldn't have to say, I'd rather have that guy than that guy. I mean, right. yeah. Like yeah, what? The whole the whole thing is. I mean, there's one thing that, <laughs> I mean. Joe Rogan says some dumb shit sometimes, but one thing that he does say that I I completely agree with him on is the fact that the fact of the matter is one person is not capable of running an entire country. This idea of one person being the top dog and it all funnels down. I mean, we're seeing it when it's a cult of personality that gets them elected more so than your experience or what you bring to the table. I mean, with Donald Trump, what were we sold on? That he was a businessman, 
that he's going to get the economy going because he's a businessman. And everyone just ignored everything else. And that was that was all it took. Yeah. People, dog, people he's a tough guy. literally ignored the racist, xenophobic things that he said. Sexist. Sexist, misogynistic, just awful, awful things that he said because their selling point was, I mean. The economy, Yeah, though. but. And it's like, <laughs> and we're seeing now that, like, none of that mattered. Yeah. You know? And, it, you know, Joe Rogan's saying that, though, to chime in, sorry. No, oh, yeah. But we aren't necessarily, like, just one guy running the show. I mean, that's why we do have, you know, a treasury and everything. Like, of we course. have all those departments. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. the president is usually the face, right? But for sure, there needs to be something, I think, that needs to be adjusted and implemented where... But think if you were voting on, if you were voting for not just the one guy or girl, you were voting for that team of representatives. If you were voting for an economist, uh, uh, somebody who had spent 20 years in the medical field, so there'll be your new surgeon. Like it all was an incumbent thing that he didn't come in and go, I like that guy. I like right. the cut of that dude's jib. He's going to run the military for me. Like, huh? Yeah, because that is how it is, right? Because like, yeah, the president, he just will, comes in you and get the just... president, and then he's like, uh, you, you'll do that. You, yeah. uh, wh- what did you say you're going to do for me? Yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah, you'll do that. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> cousin, yeah, yeah. Hey, you remember that I mean, time you said you wish you could do, yep, here it, it is. Come on in. I mean, he's, he's, he's uh, the nepotism, yeah. it, uh, and it's just, it's, it's yeah. shit yeah, that, like that. That exists, the nepotism where, within the fucking politics. Yeah, and and sure. it's, it's things like that where, you should we should be voting on a team of representatives not the yeah. one guy i mean there's even positions in the political part like parties that are elected within that are not elected by the people and you can't take them out of that position no, right. exactly and they're exactly. there until like they're they just die and, yep. or well, they think decide about to supreme resign. court justices once once the president decides like that's the dude they're the dude until they die. That's right. it. Yeah, or they step down. Mm-hmm. Or they do something really, really fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, uh, you just, for the most part, they're just there now. And you just go, well, that's the person now. Right. That's what you got. And, and that shit is insane to me. Yeah. That shit is fucking insane. But, you know, it, 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 starts, it starts on a local level. Yeah, that was you know? one of the strongest points from that uh, that Obama medium post was that people need to pay more attention to that local level. Yeah, and I hope because of that, people take that to heart. Yeah, since he obviously has a huge following. Yeah, yeah, him. I mean, what it's it's been amazing seeing like uh, like the people who are who are speaking out who are taking this opportunity. I mean, you you see the opportunistic uh, brands that jump on mm-hmm. and they're like, we stand with, and it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you fucking don't. You're doing the pride month thing again. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You get to change your Avi to a rainbow and then, and, and then you can call yourself well, my job's ally. done. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, I mean, we talked about it off mic, but the best one so far has been the NFL. That's my favorite one of, of we stand on the side of our, Black athletes, yeah, and, on the sidelines, yeah, yeah, that's where they stand. Watching and oh, 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 an even better one was fucking Mike Pence, mm. him saying something. It's like, God damn, you're such a piece of shit. <laughs> it's such a piece <laughs> of shit. And then everybody commented and let him know, like, dude, we remember when you walked out of that Colts game 
where Cap was kneeling. Mm-hmm. We were, we watched you do it, dude. Right. Like we have, it's <clears throat> that, and that's one of the best things about recording everything. Yeah, is it, a lot of bullshit comes from it, but a lot of great shit has come from it. Sure. Where you, where you, you, we don't have to prove to you what you've done wrong. Like mm-hmm. it's right there. You can just explain the video to us. But they won't. No, of course not. Not mm-hmm. not now. Not now. You don't have to. You can just say, well, I mean, and then just keep walking. I think I've just been pretty clear walking. on my stance of this and uh, good, but goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm late for lunch. Yeah. Whoops. I think, yeah, I mean, that's definitely the thing, right, is ed- educate. Educate yourself on history. Educate yourself on, like, even myself, like, being Hispanic, there's a lot of my history I don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, and shit, we were... We had our we have a bunch of fucked up shit too that we got <laughs> and there's a lot of it that I don't know you know mm-hmm. I mean I don't remember how old I was when I finally realized like what a Taino Indian was like, I was mm-hmm. like wait what we yeah. are, oh wait we have a that's a Native American from where like oh wait there's whoa that's oh okay you know and I after learning it I was like man I'm I feel like an idiot I know nothing how the way, you know what I mean but yeah. I mean there's that aspect and then again just like in the legal standpoint like look into the local stuff and it's it is exhausting. It's tiring. It's not going to be easy to do because, I mean, I'm trying already, and it's like, fuck, man, like, trying to figure out this jargon or what this is that. And, again, we're, you're also trying to weed through the bullshit of what people are, like, you know, spoon-feeding you. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. do that. We'll do this, this, and this, and that. Like, well, fuck. Like, I don't know that I can trust you, but I still got to look into it. But not only that, right. but also when it comes to, like, reading a lot about protesting, right, it's like know your rights and know how to – like speak it mm-hmm. yeah you know because somebody can come in and be like well and they start just saying some jargon well you know equestrian uh, and you're like hold up man i know exactly what that means right mm-hmm. and you need to do this first like i right. watched the video of that it was a man who, whose house got raided yeah. without a warrant saw that yeah. one and he, mm-hmm. he was like well normally you need a warrant but do it you know i can't remember the exact term but he said it and he was like oh that no because remember that means this and you don't mm-hmm. have that yeah yeah, it is a full description. That was right, I remember that you need a full description. All yeah. you had was Hispanic, and yep. <clears throat> I mean, granted, well, that, that doesn't always help you, but it definitely won't. I don't think it would hurt you to know the laws and right. I mean, well, that, to, you know, it, that was least, one of the biggest things that that Colin Kaepernick was was. I don't I don't want to say campaigning on, but what he was the movement that he was trying to get going was not just kneeling. And and we just need to start a conversation. Like his whole thing was knowing your rights, mm-hmm. and that was why that was one of the things that I because I, I, I saw I saw people sharing like um like the donation posts and everything, which was awesome. But like a lot of them had already hit their number. Like, and that's great. That's yeah. awesome to yeah, see. Yeah. Like the uh, the Minneapolis uh, yeah. Freedom Fund, it hit that number in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, George Floyd's family, yeah, they, their they their GoFundMe was was millions. Yeah, well, and not millions, and, but million. Sure. And and uh, I think I think uh, Kanye West just set up a fund for his daughter, mm-hmm. um, a college fund for his daughter. So that's awesome. Those are great things to see. So now it's like for George, George Floyd's George daughter. Floyd's daughter. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I should have like, ordered that. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> for his own for, daughter. For, for like, yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> great. Good yeah, for okay. him. Uh, so it, it those are good things to see, and that's awesome. But if if you feel like, you know, don't don't just pour money into the thing that like, especially with like the the. Minneapolis Freedom Fund they were telling people like look we got enough money now like mm-hmm. put it to other things and I think one of the biggest things that you could put it towards is these foundations that are created to educate people on their rights 
And that's one of the, like, if you're going to go out there and protest, if you're going to put your freedom on the line and your life on the line in a lot of these instances, like, it's important to be able to speak from a place of um, education and, and knowing why you're out there, what your goal is, and if something happens to you, you need to know what are your options. A lot of people don't know that. Like, mm-hmm. I, was, I watched some video where this stupid-ass reporter was out there asking people, like, well, why exactly are you out here? And he's, you know, some people are kind of like, well, we're just out here protesting, and we just want to get our voices heard. And then some other guy jumps in, and he really starts just going in on this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. those are the fucking guys that you need to be interviewing, and you won't Mm -hmm. because you know it doesn't fit the narrative. What you want is dumb fucking opportunistic people out there just trying to get their selfies on and trying to you know show yeah. people I'm out here you don't want to talk to the people who know exactly why they're out there and what they're trying to get across yeah. now, those are the people that you're like oh fuck now yeah. we put this motherfucker on camera and he's gonna fucking educate people and he's gonna inspire Ugh. people we don't need that shit damn mm. man it's another thing right the media oh. mm. the media is so so good at just dancing right they're just like mm-hmm. hey look we're listen to my words like i'm speaking passionately like this isn't bad and you know like or this is bad and this is wrong this is right and some of them are like really good and i i genuinely feel like in all of it there are people who are like passionate and like yo this needs to change Mm -hmm. however at the same time it kind of goes back to like the police officer stuff it's like you may not be a bad cop but aren't you kind of bad if your homie is doing some shit Mm -hmm. and you know yeah and you just kind of worried maybe like, well, I, I don't want to get arrested or I don't want to end up maybe fucking being shot, by, you know, accidentally because, I mean, that shit used to happen back in the day, like in the 50s and shit or whenever, um, uh, 60s, 70s. I mean, if you were like a black officer doing shit, like they were like, yeah, you're an officer, but you're not an officer. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. can't be chilling with us or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're not you going to really still, do anything. You were still just yeah. a level beneath. Right. Them. It was just, hey, look, it's like we were saying, it's like that, that picture of, well, look, you see, he's black, he's an officer. Yeah. You guys are, there it is. Right. That's equal. Right. That yeah. good. But it wasn't right. No. And so I feel like some of that is happening within like even the police thing, like thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I've got a buddy who's heart of gold officer hispanic and he's his whole thing he joined it because he felt like that was his that was his purpose Mm -hmm. yeah you know like he was trying to figure out he was like you know i'm I'm always wanting to help people and all this stuff and this and that and i feel like this is the best avenue and he's done his best to be the cop that the locals kind of know and he's got like the troublemakers that you know constantly get into trouble but he's always like hey man come on yeah what are you doing you know Mm kind of thing but at the same time like he also knows that a lot of these officers that are good and those maybe that are bad. I don't know, but in the sense, like we're all putting our lives on the line and all these things, we're all trying to get home. So he's like, there's that avenue where you're trying to like, even probably yourself, weed through it and whatnot. And with the media, they, they seem to do that so well. They just sit there and like, show you this, they make it seem like this, but then at the same time, it's all a bunch of clickbait. You look like, like I fucking saw CNN post something on Apple News and it was, Time to st- um, time to stock up your medicine cabinets again, and that was like the the main tag. Yeah. And I read it, I saw it, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like, what the fuck?" Right. And I click it, and it's just like, "Well, you know, COVID's still out there, and you know, <laughs> the the flu season, and all these things. Right. It's still important to make sure you have like your regular medicines with 
with things being the way they are and it's like here's a list of what you need and sure most of these are like pretty you know basic stuff but go ahead and take a look but i'm like you motherfuckers mm-hmm. you word this shit and people only see this because we're always just on the go yeah maybe they might read like first five sentences of that fucking thing but now we got a surplus of people going to fucking pharmacies buying up right. everything again right for no for no other reason than Stack what it's like up again yeah like when when was that ever a narrative when did you ever decide to tell people like r- random month of the year in 2008 like uh, 2008 where you time just like stock up. time to stock mm-hmm. up is your is your medicine cabinet full today's the day to go shopping yeah. you know i like the uh, the asteroid news yeah, there. I saw one actually oh, just God. today. Stadium size asteroid heading towards Earth, <laughs> five hundred and fifty-six million miles away. <laughs> right, very close. Yeah, uh, okay. I saw, there was another one too that was like, um, oh, what the fuck was it? You guys keep talking because I'll try to remember what it was. Well, to kind of piggyback off of like your friend who's a police officer who's trying to do his part. Uh, I mean, when when I was growing up around here, my brothers were. They were the troublemakers, you know what I'm saying? So they became, like, super known around here. And you could always feel the difference with how you were treated, like, from cop to cop. I mean, our, our last name got known around here. I remember one time I got pulled over and because uh, I was I was a speed demon when I got my license. So it was my fault. I'm not going to – not like I was being profiled or anything. But when he saw my name, it definitely changed the whole interaction. It went from – No, he dude, he said, oh – Oh, I know who you are, <laughs> and 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 at this point I was 16. I hadn't done anything, mm-hmm. you know. There there was no reputation that I right. had. It was just he recognized the name, and it was like there was certain instances, there were certain interactions with police officers that went a certain way depending on how they felt about my family, mm-hmm. and and I think that's probably one of the earliest instances that I have personally of like good cop, bad cop. Where one guy, you're like, oh, that dude, that's a stand-up guy. That's a, that guy, he cares about being a positive voice in the community. He cares about how he's perceived and and policing and serving and protecting. And then you run into those fucking assholes who you know they just, oh man, it's just a power trip, dude. And they're just like, Boys. you can feel every every word that comes out of their mouth, the way that they look at you. It's like you're beneath them, and if you you get out of line, it's like you better shut the fuck up. I was like, God damn, man. That reminds me of myself getting pulled over before for speeding, I'm pretty sure, or something along the lines of that. And I hadn't done anything, really. Like, I don't have, like, a record or anything like that. And But my brother would get in trouble a lot. Yeah. And he saw my name and was like, huh, so you always, are you related to, you know, my brother? And I'm like, uh, you know, and he's like, "Yeah, you are." You know? <laughs> well, that officer's, I think, nephew got into a fight with my brother, mm. and all of a sudden, I just, I got a ticket, you know, like yeah. a fat, fat ticket mm. kind of thing, and it was like, kind of like that very obvious vibe of whatnot, yeah. and sticking yeah. it to you, yeah. Oh my gosh! And I also remember those other clickbait things, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, one of them was new Ebola outbreak. Yeah, yep. I saw yeah, that, I saw and I clicked mm-hmm. that, and it was in the Congo where they've been dealing with Ebola for years. Yeah, and the last big outbreak, and big was like two hundred, I think, or something people mm-hmm. was in. I think it was two thousand eighteen, and mm-hmm. since then they've been trying to get the numbers down, and they had the numbers almost down completely, and then they had six new cases pop up, mm-hmm. 
And so now they have to deal with those six new cases and they have to have zero cases for like at least a month before they can say that the area is like cleared. Mm -hmm. But out the rip, like people are like people are sharing it, you know, showing me and they're like, yo, like, what the fuck, yo? Like, this is crazy. Same thing. Even I mean, honestly, even Joe shared the thing about um, the earthquakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At um, Yosemite. Mm -hmm. Is it Yosemite? It was. Yeah. 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 yeah, a lot of people jumped on that thing. Yeah, I I clicked on that very article because like one of my boys shared it to me, and mm. I clicked on it. And from that article, it was like, yeah, it's a there's like a what they call it a a, a cluster or whatever mm-hmm. of of earthquakes. It's one of the most active fault lines in yeah. the U.S. Mm-hmm. in two thousand and like I think it was like two thousand nineteen, maybe even or two thousand seventeen. But there was a part a part where there, a point where there was over 200 earthquakes at Yosemite within a 10-day span. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this I've is got, a very, it happens all the time. Between, two, yeah. like, a 2.5 to, like, a 5.6 or something on the right. Richter scale and whatnot. But it's always constantly happening. And then even in that article, it says, like, the chances of the super, you know, volcano happening are, like, 7.6 billion, whatever the astronomical number is to whatever in yeah. our lifetime kind of thing. Granted, that is still a percentage, right? But again, these articles just fucking clickbaiting. Mm-hmm. Like, look, everything is going to shit. Yeah, like you can't even. There's right. no no stopping any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Went to and to get even more specific, you know, like if you watch, depending on what news uh, channel you watch, can even change the narrative changes 100%. by the channel that you watch. It's, yeah. it's fucking. It is insane to see. To be able to see things with your own eyes or to see them, you know, see them independent of any news source and then to see it filtered through yeah. blue or red. Yep. And then the personalities within that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even just how you talk will dictate what you see on your phone now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. just now. Like back in the day, it was like it was a little different. But now, I mean, you literally are being filtered by all of these algorithms to yep. show you like, hey, he's a Republican. So all mm. of those narratives that you get are showing this. Yeah, and if, right. you're, if you're Democratic, all these narratives all of a sudden are this or yeah. whatever. And then you we're, get caught up in it. And- we're creating our own echo chambers mm-hmm. and, and we're locking the door. And we're the, like, and that's, that's why like algorithms, I, I, I hate them. I, I hate the entire concept behind it. I get why, I get it, but I hate the whole thing. I hate the entire thing. It's like I don't need I don't need you helping my experience. I'm I've I'm a child of the internet. Like I know right. what web, websites I'm going to. I know what I want to see. I'm looking for it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it tailored for a better experience. I think it's mostly for people who aren't that uh conscious of it though. They're just looking for the dopamine. Oh, yeah, of, for sure. Of, yeah. Of confirmation bias as they're scrolling through their yeah, phones and definitely. going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I think about Trump. Or, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And that's exactly the problem. Yeah. You need, I mean, you, it being tailored to you. But that's is, uncomfortable, Marco. But yeah, I don't want to be right. confronted by these conflicting ideas. You know, like, even with, like, you know, there's like, it's the stem, it's like almost systemic politicalism. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you think about it, people have grown up, like, before really kind of like thinking about things and kind of just being like, yo, this is all kind of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How the fuck are people even managing like to figure out what all these politic bullshit is? Right. Like I just grew up with my parents being like Democrat. Democrat yeah. is helping the middle class and lower class. Republicans all just want to tax people and save money, you know? Right. Yeah. And then you grow and then, it, you know, my parents just kind of grew up with that idea and like their parents the same way and stuff. And then people just have that mentality and they don't, 
even with that mentality, a lot of people don't go in and learn about it. Mm-hmm. They don't even like again. It's it goes down to like not really even knowing what you're talking about. You yeah. just see on the news. The news is like Republicans try to pass this bill, and they're like fucking Republicans, goddamn it! And then they're like, oh, the Democrats try to do this. Yeah, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. People don't really look into it. People don't know about it. And now with these algorithms, it's even more so. It's just mm-hmm. force yep. feeding. It's just. Yep. And, you know what and, you like. Well, and, and to piggyback off of what you're saying, with like it, people, older people were trying. Like I'm going, going kind of, I'm ha- I'm conflicted <laughs> as we're recording this. Right. I'm conflicted as to um, convincing older people in my life and like just letting it what will be will Killing be them. murdering them yeah, with my bare this. hands. Uh, and and the algorithms. I mean, they're they're the they're the biggest victims of it. Yeah. Right. Because they're not, they know what they know from back in the day. So the yeah. thir- the first thing that an older person is going to look up is, they they look up familiarity, right? Yeah. So if my dad only watches Fox News, the first thing he's going to Google is Fox News. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go on there and try to find like some weird independent news source to try to find like the news that you're not seeing on TV. Mm-hmm. He's not going on 4chan. He's no. definitely not going on 4chan. He's, he's, he's not going on Reddit. He doesn't want people's opinions. He wants confirmation bias. Maybe not, maybe not consciously, but it's like you said. I mean, that's yeah. just what it is. That's what's being fed to him. And do you think that's from a place of back in the days, news reporting was very much of like, these are the facts, and it's undeniable that these are the facts? Whereas nowadays, it's much more of like... Well, everything's questionable. Everything's questionable. This is more of the reporter's opinion on it, their take on it, as opposed to it just being just the facts. Well, it it is definitely... We're definitely now in this this era of cult of personality, right? Where Mm -hmm. everything has to be funneled through, okay, yeah, that's the truth, but how entertaining can we make that thing? So they don't hire people to go on TV and just talk. Right. Don't right. they don't hire people to just give the news. They hire people to go on there and and play up the character. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they talk about it all the time how like a lot of these a lot of these right wing pundits, for instance, are not as conservative as they are on TV or right. are not as hardline as they, they are up. on TV. They play it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole basis behind Stephen Colbert's character is playing up that right wing thing knowing full well that a lot of these guys are parodies of themselves and they're doing it on purpose. That's the joke. And yeah, I think that the problem is when those two things merge, you start to blur the lines and older people can't tell the difference. There's no nuance when you're not looking for it. Yeah. That reminds me, there's an article that I haven't gotten to read yet. It's, uh, I think, why boomers are especially susceptible to clickbait. So look that up. It's probably an interesting read. It probably has everything to do with what we're talking yeah. about. Sounds or, like or it. Or the article itself is clickbait. Oh, God. Imagine oh, that. Man. What if it's just a Rickroll? Fucking meta. Mm. It, oh. just keeps, it just keeps going. <laughs> 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 like, I can't get it. I'm going to tell you the truth. <laughs> You're just going to keep on clicking. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah, it's it's, uh. it's easy, man. It's easy to, to form your narrative. And to just live in that, just to yeah. swim around in whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to go out and look for, I mean, no one wants to 
look for the things that are proving what they're saying wrong, right? But mm-hmm. that's exactly what you have to do. Yeah. You have to make what you believe and what you think is a fact undeniable. And so you have to look at the things that will prove you wrong. And 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 there, the idea of having to decide what's right and what's wrong, it's like th- that shouldn't be a decision that you make. A fact is a fact. A number is a number. Mm-hmm. And we're in this era where, like, that's not true anymore. And that's so fucking scary. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't imagine it getting better from here. Right. I, I get what you're saying, too, because it's like you were saying earlier about you can find the answers you want. Yeah. Always. For sure. Like, I mean, you go down with conspiracy theories. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you can, if you're always looking to for the yes and for your statements, mm-hmm. you can find them. Yep. But if you were to find, like you're saying, go start looking at the stuff that's going against it. Yeah. And see, and, and then do that comparison and be like, yeah. okay, they are they have a point about this. And maybe maybe you'll find that it's like, no, that doesn't really work. It, it is true. Or yeah. It is more of a yes than a no. But that I mean, it's not easy. Yeah. People want, and I think we live in an age, right, where we want to, we don't want to be wrong. Most people don't want to fucking be wrong. Right. They want to be right. They just want to be like, oh, man, look what I know. It's cool. I know it. It's awesome. It's the types of other Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and sometimes you're going to be wrong about things that, that are going to hurt. You're not going to want to be wrong about some of the stuff that you're going to be wrong about. But if you're really looking for the truth, and that's that's what it's going to take. And I don't know. I think a lot of I think a lot on both sides. Like there's a lot of a lot of super liberal people who like don't want to don't even want to engage now. Like you're seeing a lot of people who are like, I'm outright deleting anybody who's a Trump supporter, and I don't even want to hear it anymore. And it's like I I just I don't think that people should do that. Mm-hmm. I know. From experience, I know how frustrating it is to have people who are hardline Trump supporters and and super conservative Mm -hmm. and how frustrating it can be to try to talk to those people. But I think I think you have to try. I don't think that people should be giving up, even if even if, you know, you'll never get across to that person. Sometimes you get an interesting perspective as to why people feel the way that they feel in the first place. You know, you get you get a lot of people explaining to you like, you know, this is how I grew up. This is why I think this. This is I mean, I I, I know I've talked to people who are who admit that they're like, look, man, this is the echo chamber that I'm in. Everything that I say just reverberates off of everyone in my life. And if I say, you know, Colin Kaepernick's a fucking criminal and he only took advantage of the uh, of of the movement and blah, blah, blah. And then you get five people who are like, yeah, fuck that guy. It's like, why would you think any different? Mm-hmm. You know, and the and the same goes for for progressives. You know, if I talk to my progressive friends and we all agree that he's a hero of this movement and he he's owed a fucking apology, which I truly believe. Mm-hmm. But there's nobody er- there to argue with me. Right. You know. Even though I think I'm right, th- you're not going to gain any more perspective on it. You're right. only climbing up one side of the mountain. You're not seeing yeah. the other side. Whether it's burning on the other side, you still need to see it mm-hmm. to understand where you are. And if your argument is as strong as you think it is, the introduction of their thought isn't going to affect it exactly. At all. So what's the fear? Exactly. What, what are you worried about? Yeah, and you're worried that I know that I I know personally I'm worried that maybe my argument. Not that my argument's not strong enough, but that I'm not strong enough in the argument. Mm-hmm. That I'm not as well researched as I should be. I think that's that's definitely one of the reasons why I don't engage with some people. Sometimes it's like, 
like with politics, I'm not as well versed as I should be. Mm-hmm. So to engage with somebody who watches the news constantly, who's looking at all the numbers and stuff, and I inject my opinion of like, well, this is what I think, and it's like, well, yeah, well, what what are you backing that up with? It's like, I don't know, just because I think it's okay. <laughs> Gut feeling, not okay. Like emotion. He shouldn't be mean to people. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that's not enough. You know, and it goes yeah. back to what you were saying. It's like it's hard to do that research. It's hard to keep up with all this shit. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and especially you know, because we also live in a t- thing with with time being such a, a prevalent thing in our lives right now mm-hmm. that when it comes to looking up things and trying to learn things, we have so much access to it. But we also have we live now in such such a go go go. That we we just think like, oh man, this, how much time is this gonna take to learn? Like, when would yeah. I finally learn? Like, oh god, like two hours isn't enough. Yeah, you mean this might take me two months? Like, fuck, I don't got two months. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you you do have two months, but you just we just we're so into it, we're so in everything. You know, yeah. we're constantly moving and thinking and trying, and sometimes like I get caught up in just in life of thinking so much about the things to do that I don't do them, half yeah, of them. of course. Yes, and yes. I'm like, God, I just wasted two days trying to just organize my thoughts of what to do instead of just grabbing on the one thing and doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Think about how long you scroll through Netflix thinking about yeah. what you should watch or what, you sh- what <laughs> right. I want to watch. Yeah. Yep. Fuck, dude. That's just a microcosm of like... And they're just showing you shit like, this is what you should see mm-hmm. based on your sh- yeah. shows. And you're right. like... No, dude, it, it's the perfect <laughs> metaphor for everything. Like Netflix, you're inundated with what's tailored to you mm-hmm. by what you've looked up in the past. And then you're just like, I've seen it, seen it, don't want to see it. I'll watch that later. And you just... You got, you accomplish nothing. nothing. And and you're trapped, right? I mean, we're, I, we were talking about this before. Like, I, my, I look at my Netflix queue and I'm just like... Somebody will have a completely different cue, and and I'll be like, I didn't even know that was on Netflix, and it's because I didn't. Yeah. I only watch kung fu movies and documentaries. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything else. Yeah. So right. it's all just food documentaries and kung fu movies. That's all it is. And then and then you have the blockbuster things, and it's just like, I'm not gonna see anything more interesting. Yeah. So like sometimes I don't even go on Netflix anymore because it's like I've seen all these fucking movies but there's a thousand movies yep. yeah. that I've never even heard of that are on there yeah. and it's the same thing with <clears throat> your experience in life and on the internet and what you're what's put in front of you versus what's right behind that veil that you're never gonna see maybe there should be like a wild back. card it should section be. you know like it should be. Give it a shot. Even that'll turn into an algorithm, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah, sure. Like, true. He tends to like these random things. Yeah. It's like, well, like it's how not often so random make anymore. It random? Yeah. 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 But it's also like, right, like going overseas and going to a different country. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's when it's like, I'm not in my algorithm anymore. Right. Holy yeah. shit. Like, this is Get uncomfortable different. for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just, I mean, just put yourself in an in, in uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. Even locally, yeah. I mean, be get be around people who you know are going to disagree with you, and and watch how that conversation goes. Yeah, or do something you wouldn't normally do. Yeah, Take dance lessons or something. You know, like like how uncomfortable that's going to make you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you grow, baby. <sighs> you know, talking about really quick too about just education. Mm-hmm. It was a cool thing that on the podcast that uh, with Joe Rogan and Kevin Hart. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that one, but he was talking about partnering with i think it was like i think it's jp morgan i think mm-hmm. it might have been but they're going he wanted to do something to teach 
lower income neighborhoods and like like um, areas that don't have the right schooling and stuff because like we were talking about not learning a lot of the shit in school that yeah. would help you in just life and w- what opportunities they can bring especially with finances mm-hmm. and he's like i don't fucking know anything about investment like, re- like real estate and all this shit i know fuck none of that shit but now i do yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was talking about like, hey, I, we should do that. I want to help. I want to get that stuff out to the people. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I'm trying so hard not to do like impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he was like, um, he wants to do that. And they were like, yeah, for sure. You know, let's do that for whatever. And he, and they were talking about like, oh yeah, we could you know get somebody from these companies. And he's like, no, no, no. You got to get someone that's from that area f- that's lived that life that's that was there and has come out of it. You know, mm. to really be able to get and like connect with these kids yeah like you can't have just steve you know come over hey everyone here's what we're gonna talk about today no you need someone that's like you know why your mom's telling you like you know get your shit together like let's go like it's because of this like you Mm -hmm. need you you can do this instead like you need to think about this you know you know what you can do with five dollars kind of thing yeah and so that's like the thing he's doing and they're like i guess he's gonna go and they've got other people and maybe i think some nfl players and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I could be completely wrong in that aspect of it. <clears throat> but nevertheless, the idea of it was awesome. And I was thinking about it a lot in the last, like, two days about what I wish I would have known and stuff, like, like with investments or, mm-hmm. in, yeah. or anything, anything like that. I just recently found out, and, like, I'll put it out there, like, as, as, as dumb as I might sound knowing it, like, how, like, inflation really, really works. Yeah. Like... Again, my mom growing up was kind of just like, save your money, mijo, save your money. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a book finally, just like, I need to understand a little more about like investing. Mm-hmm. So I picked up this book and I read it. And within the first chapter, I found out like, so you put $10,000 into the savings account. And that savings account has like 0.129 interest, like growth. Mm. So if that, cool. Well, inflation usually is about 3%. Mm-hmm. Every, God, how many years? I think it's like every 30 years by that or something like that. Maybe maybe less. Mm-hmm. Regardless is, is basically if you don't have your money in an account that's at least making 3%, by the time you take that money out, the value of the dollar has decreased so much that it pretty much doesn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your $50,000 will have the buying power you know, of whatever the minus the inflation that's occurred right. over that time. So the longer it sits there with that money, you're thinking, well, I got 50,000 or I've got a million. Mm-hmm. But the time you take it out, that million can only buy you what $30,000 could have bought, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. 10 years or whatever, 40 years earlier. And you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I'm here like learning this, telling my mom, like, mom, I know you got a savings account, but that's it. You know, like we got to make some changes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now like my sister and her are like looking and her learn- trying to learn about a little bit of investments and some small portfolio with little things, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, cause, because, yeah, yeah they, I was like, what? They don't fucking. <laughs> I've been lied to this whole time. Dude, they Where's don't. my money? They don't teach you none of that shit. Nope. And, and. Uh, you think that's intentional? <sighs> and that, and that, that's just, all of these things are just, they're all indicative of this this system that's been going on for as yeah. long as generations have been alive it's just like something that we and that's that's what that's what people are protesting for is not just you know bringing these police officers to justice who did this to George Floyd 
or who stood by and watched it happen to George Floyd. It's like they're protesting the whole thing. The whole thing needs to be flipped upside down, shaken out, and changed. And that's what is getting lost when people try to argue against the protests or where they try to bring up the looting and the rioting and things like that. It's like you're you're trying you're trying to distract from the actual argument and the actual situation at hand. Your red herring is not going to work anymore. Like there's too many people who are like, we know why we're out here, mm-hmm. and it's not just bringing these guys to justice. It's justice for a system that's been going on for far too long. Right. And it's fun. It's funny seeing like brands and peop and and prominent people mentioning like this has been going on for far too long and it's time that it stops it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah it has been agreed and 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 you know it 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 wouldn't have been going on as long had we had uh, something in place to kind of educate people like you were saying like it it starts when you're super young and like the if you don't grow up ex- experiencing those things, you grow up in an echo chamber. Yeah. Right. You 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 just you don't have a choice. Like there's nothing. I mean, I'm I got really lucky when you think about it. Like I could like if if we just listen to everything that my dad said mm-hmm. or everything that he put on the TV, like how different of a person me yeah. and my siblings could have been. You know. Yeah. And we just got lucky. Other people don't get lucky. And, like, it was just one thing that, that pushes the rock to the next thing where you're like, I want to learn more about that thing and I want to learn more about that thing. But if you're not curious, I mean, why, why would you ever read any of these books? Why would you ever mm-hmm. look up any of this stuff? You yep. know? Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's just so easy to not do it. It's so easy to not learn about finance it's so easy to just let your money sit there yeah and i mean even that like i just kind of thought about too the idea of like sports it as as much as it it has been a a way for some people to get out even that in and of itself has almost been like a distraction because i mean if you look at a lot of like the colleges and the way they work Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's been brought up different times in, in in the years about how grades are just fudged and you know if you're mm-hmm. an athlete you just go do this yep. which predominantly are what black males right yeah. or, or minorities that are playing mm-hmm. these games so then they go and now the, the the few that make it and go and make millions of dollars what happens mo- to most of them i was once the, once the career is done be it injury or they retire or whatever mm, a lot of them end up fucking going broke because again it's just been like, yep, yeah, run, do this, do yeah. that. Yeah, you got that, man. Mm-hmm. Look, you made it. And then, sure, don't really know what the fuck I'm doing with it. Cool. And they, and say, it's gone. they say it themselves. They're like, no one ever told me what to do with yeah. this. No one right. ever told me how to take care of yeah. this stuff. I You're just, getting millions just, at, like, 20. Shaq, Shaq was a big proponent of that because mm-hmm. he, he, he said it. He's like, my first year I made this much. I mm. spent this much. And mm-hmm. his, I think it was an accountant friend of his or something, or his accountant was like, you do this and you're done. You're yeah. going to be, before your career is this point, you're just going to be screwed. Yeah. So he went and was like, okay. And he went back to school and got, I think, a doctorate in accounting. Yeah. That doesn't you know? surprise me. He, that motherfucker, I don't know how he finds the time of day, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's the, the same thing that happened with uh, Will Smith. 
um, and a lot of, not a lot of people know, like when he when he was doing Fresh Prince, I mean he got fat check off yep. of that show, mm-hmm. and spent it all. He went bankrupt almost, almost immediately, immediately. <laughs> and and they you know his parents you know good good on his parents to be like, look man, this shit is fucking over if you do if you keep living like this, it's mm-hmm. over. You're not gonna be able to recover. And he you know. But again, not a lot of people are lucky enough to have a, an accountant friend or good parents to tell them like, you gotta change some shit, yeah, or it's over. And shit, myself, I'm I'm fortunate to be able to like have a good income, and I'm still figuring a lot of it out because again, it's I could do this now, I can go do that now, I could you know, I, oh, I could buy that now, like mm-hmm. shit. And we are living in a time where. It's a lot of push about being like finding your passion and living the life, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's like there was that period we had the YOLO and it was kind of yeah. crazy. People were just kind of doing dumb shit. And right. then that turned into like a little more of like this inspirational of like go out there, live the life, you mm-hmm. know, like make the best of your life. And I don't know. I mean, it's all perspective on how you take it, but it's almost kind of like that idea of like, don't hold on to too much. Like you got to go out, you got to do it. Like you never know, you know, Yeah. you might hold on. Like I remember hearing like the stories on like in, on, on Facebook and stuff about like, here's a story of a guy who had, you know, wanted to save up money, planned to retire and wanted to make sure his family could do this. So that way he and his wife could go travel and his kids would be set and he'd be good. He got cancer. All that money had to go do this. He didn't be able to do that. And all he did was save it, you know, da, da, da. So you got to make sure you live your life as it is, you know. Yeah. But it's never, like, that balance, right, of, like, Mm -hmm. well, but you also need to, as they say, save for the rainy day. But even that, again, isn't enough. There's so many little levels to it and stuff. And, fuck, you got to, like, find a way of, like, yes, enjoy your life, but also set yourself up where... As you're enjoying your life, you're making some money while you're doing that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And you don't need a lot of money to start, and that's that's what that's the difficult part. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of people don't talk about that part. It's like you can do a lot. <clears throat> like you can make two hundred bucks, take fifty dollars, and just start doing a little something else with it. Yeah, put it here, put it there, whatever it might be. And mm-hmm. you can ideally, you may not get it that first time, maybe not that second time, but f- fuck, I mean, it's either spend those fifty bucks on those shoes that one time or <laughs> Hope that you can spend those fifty bucks and it starts to make you a little something more. Right? Yeah. One well, and I mean, again, all of that comes down to uh, educating people at a young enough age that yeah. that kind of shit sticks. Yep. And it's the same thing. It's 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 a lot of it is systemic. Most of it is, and it's and that that that's that's what people that's that's the biggest thing that people are trying to ignore. It's like, you know you talk to somebody who doesn't want to talk about these hard issues and it's like, yeah, I get it. It, 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 you know, but you know, people die every day. People get killed. What are you going to do? And it's like, nah, man, it's deeper than that. And they don't, you don't want to do that research on how deep it goes. It's bigger than one person. It's the system. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem is they, you, you, you want it to just be one person or one organization. That's what you want it to be, but it's not. It fall. It it, it goes down. I was listening to uh, beat, uh, Apple did this thing on Tuesday when everybody was doing the uh, blackout things. Mm-hmm. Apple did this cool thing where they 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 wouldn't allow you to do anything but listen to this Beats One radio station of all like black music and and black empowerment. And all this, it was really cool. You know, they're playing like Jill Scott and Public Enemy and Erica Badu and all that shit. And they played um, <clears throat> KRS One, Sound of the Police, 
which is like, I mean, just an incredible song. Mm-hmm. And what I realized about that song, listening to the lyrics of it, is that song's not just about police violence, police brutality, uh, and and if you want to go even more simple with it, just warning people that the police are coming. That song is literally about the fact that when authority was created in this country from that point forward until right this moment as i'm talking it's been a system created to keep black people subordinate overseer to officer the, exactly mm-hmm. the, the it's been every single day and that's what people don't want to acknowledge it's like the, the system was built on that principle mm-hmm. and it only evolved from there it never changed to include everyone. It only evolved from what it was. That foundation's still there. Right. It's the backbone of the entire thing. I mean, when you look at like, uh, I saw somebody was showing pictures of like police badges, how they evolved from overseer badges, KKK, sheriff's department. It's all. It's just. It's just morphing. It's not evolving from. It's. It's not taking in new information, right? It's just staying the same in different forms i just saw this parallel so and i said it the other day i was talking to a buddy of mine and we were talking about trump and i was like he's fucking palpatine (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely has the facial features for it here's like you just explaining that it was it was like hey america you've been tricked so yeah you thought we got rid of like overseeing and racism but really what we did is we are we, we the white supremacy was like the clone troopers, mm-hmm. and then once those went away, we we're like, all right, we're just gonna start getting more troopers. So they were like the pros, and now it's like, well, we just gotta like get some people in here and we like teach them a little bit, trick them into thinking they're doing the good stuff for a while, and then at some point, it's like commence orders, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you got all this fucking crazy shit that keeps popping off randomly here and there, and as that keeps happening, it just keeps slipping in more, slipping in more, slipping in more, and shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's fucking crazy. I mean, you, like, again, you got this fucking dude sitting at the office talking about peaceful protests and all that bullshit, and then the same time b- dropping tear gas like right. we yeah. literally are using chemical warfare against our own yeah tear gas like not to mention a thing that um disrupts your respiratory system during a pandemic yeah that and disrupts apparently your there was respiratory it, somebody, system. you know I, I read one thing talking about how it can actually have a effect for like people like of a, a, a woman's like um pregnant like yeah. it could cause possible like birth defects and abortions yeah. and stuff like that as well well there's that one video of the guy who's he's He's in a car and he's trying to leave. Yeah, and he's like, "My fucking girl's in here pregnant." And you're throwing and you're just like, tear gas to just yeah, it's just. Oh man. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we're at about an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is, we're not going to be able to solve anything on one podcast, right? We'd have to spend. We'd have to change the format of the whole show <laughs> and, just, and just be that from this point forward, yeah. right? If um, that. There's lots of people that have been trying to figure this thing out for years. We're not, decades. Yeah, we're not um, – I don't think we're equipped enough with not enough information. I mean, that's, I think that's really the biggest point about all of this is now is the time to start equipping yourself 
with as much information mm-hmm. as you can. And it starts with yourself. I mean, it's it's too daunting to think about it as like everything needs to change right now. Yeah. But I think we need to leave this entire situation knowing what the marching orders are, mm-hmm. what needs to change, and start enacting that. Yeah. And that starts by being, like we said, informed about who we're electing into power, what their policies really are, and what they need to be to affect the changes that we need in order for this not to ever happen again. Yeah. yeah. We need a clear idea, a clear agenda, and one that, that you can, you need to educate yourself enough to be able to argue that point and not just be like, well, I, I saw on Instagram mm-hmm. that we should do this thing. And it's like, but why? Why do you think mm-hmm. that we should do that thing? How does that benefit you? How does that benefit people of color? How does that benefit black people in particular? Why? Yeah. How? Think about those questions when you're thinking about policy change, when you're thinking about police reform, when you're thinking about defunding the police. Think about why you would do that and how it will help. Yeah, and because I, th- I feel like it's inevitable that as we move forward and things do change, there are going to be things that work really well and there's going to be things that may not work or not as smoothly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when those things do happen, you hopefully there are those that know more, better equipped than we're, like we're saying, that will have a rebuttal or say, okay, so what part of that didn't work? How can we change that? Because as we are looking at these things and we see I, the main co- cause, right? Like we're talking about systemic racism and these changes that need to be made in order to fix that. We also have to look beyond that as well because it's this isn't we want something with just immediate and we want this boom and it may fix this but what 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 the what ripples does that cause mm-hmm. moving forward as well right? right you and that's the thing is it's almost inevitable that there will be those ripples but you have to at least try to look now look a little further and continue to look a little further mm-hmm. so that way because those that want to oppress are going to try to jump in on every little opportunity and be like, if, you know, if and when, I would say when, not if, but when things start to change, the moment something starts to go a little wrong, those oppressors are going to be like, ha, yeah, see, nope, can't do that. It's not going to work, you know? Right. And if you're not ready, and you're not ready to be like, uh-uh, we had an idea. We wanted to see if that would work. It seems not, but we have a solution that would help that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's that. It's, it's That's the plan. Those are the plans that hopefully in this time when people are educating themselves and a lot of these younger voices too that are learning a lot will find these new ways. I mean, I'm sure you saw some of those videos. It was a, an older guy who was in his 40s talking to a young man in his mm-hmm. 16, yeah. maybe 16, 17 saying like, you've got to find a better way because I was in your position. I was protesting. I, I, four years ago I was doing it and people were doing it 40 years ago. You know, like you've got to find a better way because mm-hmm. what we're doing hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. And right now, it ha- like there are the things are moving differently for sure, but still, it can't just be that. It has to be more changing, more. And as much as you want others to be like, hey, learn, 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 at the same time, you want that support, but you also want to be able to stand up for yourself and do it as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And almost lead that pack, like you're saying. Yep. It's not my job to teach you. But you also don't want them to be like, all right, well, maybe I didn't learn well enough, you know, and now your now your support system that you're hopefully hopefully will be there with you isn't as educated or ready to support as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's important. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? 
heavy sigh. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody stay safe out there, obviously, you know, like people are peacefully protesting. I, I just want to underline the fact that the vast majority of people are out there peacefully protesting. Yeah. And that's a right as American citizens that we have. So despite what you may hear, that's really the, the fact of the matter. Mm-hmm. And it's for a super righteous cause. So, yeah. um, I mean, we did our best, <laughs> uh, you know, we're an every man's podcast, right? So, we'll I mean, go, you, 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 know, you come maybe, here maybe for. five to 10 years from now, you'll go back and, and you know, maybe this was clumsily done or what have you, but it, this is, I mean, it's, we're in reactionary times and this is a pure reaction to what's going on. And the only thing that I'll add is just kind of piggybacking off what you guys both just said educate yourselves as much as possible um if you feel inspired by all of this don't rest on just posting a thing and calling it a day continue to do your part and for me personally i'm proud of the people who are actually out there who i didn't expect to see out there mm-hmm. um really trying and honestly even if some of it is performative, mm-hmm. they're still doing. And it's, it goes back to the same thing we always say, you know, like the, the net positive is still there. Right. So Even, whether yeah. you're doing it for the clout, <laughs> you're still doing it. Right. So, you know, um, we're going to, we'll, we'll, we'll post a bunch of links, as many links as we can find to, mm-hmm. you know, to help as, as much as we can. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. We love you. Trav Gomez, thank you again for joining us, good sir. It was a pleasure having you, and it's a pleasure having your perspective on something like this. Because um, we're all we're all looking at this from different sides of the table. Literally, Literally. and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. You know, donate where you can, do what you can, just do your best. Um, Because it's better than nothing. Um, Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. Black Lives Matter, bud. That's right.